What's it gonna take for you to finally break up with your bullshit? Think what you could do if you could only break up with your bullshit. Oh. Hello, my name is Michelle Aiken, and welcome to the Break Up With Your Bullshit podcast. I am a coach. I work with creative people, and I've been doing that for the last nine years. And as a result, I have met a lot of super interesting creative people out in the world. And, uh, and so I bring them on this podcast so that we can talk about their process and um, what bullshit they had to break up with in order to do what they do. And this episode today is pretty special because we didn't actually talk about creativity. We created things. Um, and we say it at the end, we're like, we just made art on this podcast. Uh, we got really deep. Uh, the producer who was working with us on it cried. Um, it was a really amazing conversation. So my guest today is Bernard Velasquez, who I know from TikTok, um, very prolific on TikTok, also a tarot card reader, a poet, an author. Um, you will love Bernard. And uh, I, gosh, I want, there's so many things I want to say or explain in this introduction, but I really think you just, just dive on into the conversation and you'll get why this human is pretty hard to describe to you. So you just sort of got to be in the experience with us. So I hope you enjoy this episode of Break Up Your Bullshit. Bernard Velasquez. I'm so excited that you're here. Can you can you introduce yourself to the people? Yes. Um, my name is Bernard Velasquez. Feel free to call me Bernard Burns, Honeybee, whichever one you prefer. Okay, Honeybee. Um, <laughs> Honeybee seems to be everybody's favorite. The funny thing is, like, that is also the one that I tend to just call myself normally. So I kept it to me for a minute. Yeah. Um, but people are like, no, we like that. It's good. It's Thank right. Um, but I am an artist. I do, um, I dance, I act, I um, read tarot intuitively, oracle cards. I um, help heal people by, you know, showing them the beauty that is them pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I no, go ahead. <clears throat> that's, you know, there's so much more, but like, that's just a little bit about me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're going to get into all kinds of stuff. So, um, so usually the first thing I talk about is how we know each other. Um, <laughs> which is kind of funny because we don't really, but we do. Right. Uh, like, I feel like I know your soul. So like, because I've watched, I've watched you speak um, what, and then I know you're a poet, but I find that even your, this sounds silly, but your TikToks are soul food for people. And the first way that I got introduced to you, um, one of my very close friends, Ricky Anderson, uh, he got me into TikTok. Um, he's, we're the same age and, you know, we both were sort of like, we're a little, maybe we're too old for this. Nah, that's not a thing. Okay. Let's get into it. He got into it before me. And then he would send me stuff that he thinks I would vibe with. And one night I was, doing my skincare routine and he texts me a link to your video and I, I hit play and you're like, so I'm lying in bed and I say to myself, self and myself said, sis. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm up. Oh my God. What, who is this? And then you went on to like, not just motivationally speak, but you really, you had like a, a message in that video about 
about not following what everyone else is doing, but finding your unique lane. And that was so what I was, I mean, I've always, I feel like I've always been trying to find what's my lane and always very committed to that. But in that moment, when I got that video, I was like, this is 100% where I'm at right now, what I'm trying to do. Uh, This is so affirming. I have to memorize it and make my own version of it. Cause as you know, TikTok, it's like, that's what we do. And, uh, and that's one of my favorite things. So I immediately had it on repeat from the moment he sent it to me until the next day when I filmed it and I filmed my own version of me doing it the following morning. Um, and then you saw it, which was so cool. And I was like, Oh my God. I was like, she's spot on. I was like, wait a minute, because I would watch certain TikToks and I would try not to judge them or anything, but it would always stress me out when like, it's supposed to be lifting. And I'm like, girl, like, did you watch it? (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm like, okay, well, maybe that was just like the best thing you do today. I was like, so it's okay. Maybe tomorrow will be better. But then I saw yours and I was like, oh my God. I was like, she did it. And I'm very wordy. So I was like, girl, this is dope. <laughs> um, and then I, I don't think, I think you were actually my first person that I had do a video that was like, wait a minute. They're talented. Like, this is good. Oh, um, yeah. And then you did another one. And I was like, oh, so this is what she does. Like, she does this. But you, like, were so comfortable with it. But you brought your own, like, essence as well. Like, I, at one point, felt like I didn't see me. Like, I heard my voice, possibly, but it felt like it was just coming out of your mouth. And I was like, okay, I'm here for her. (laughs) That's such a compliment, too, because I sing and I've done covers for many years. And my whole thing with the cover is to make it me not the person, Mm -hmm. even though I'm a good imitator and I can sound, I could probably do impressions of different singers, but like to actually have something come out of you, it takes some something. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's something I've been practicing for many years. So yeah, when TikTok came around and it was like, yeah, just take someone else's audio and make your own video. I'm like, I'm into it. I'm into it because I know I can, anything I know I can nail. I'm like, yeah, I want to feel good about myself today. So I'm going to spend an hour or two making something like this and then watch the result and just be like, oh, okay. It actually, it calms anxiety for me. Like if I'm having an anxiety attack, mm-hmm. I'll go on TikTok and find something that I can imitate and then make the video so that I, it, it actually like will calm whatever's happening in my body to Ooh. feel like I achieved something today, even if it was little. So what's normally your process? Like when you're making a TikTok video, like- yeah. Do you, how do you go about like remembering what they're saying? Like, is there like a particular like process that you have, like an order where you're Uh, like, okay. Yes. And I think I discovered it because of your video, actually. So, because that was hard. That was long. That was a minute long of talking. Uh, Like I've done them. I've done long ones before. I've done fast ones. There's a few on there that like got no, no credit at all, but like they're, they were hard. But yours, I listened to it. I like put it on my AirPod and I fell asleep listening to it on repeat because it's it's just, you know, and it's a good message. It's nice and inspiring. It's very calming. Like I'll just get, and then when I woke up in the morning, same thing, I was like getting, making breakfast and just had it on. And then I just try. My main process though, is that I, I turn on the, the, like I do use this sound and then I record myself doing it very badly. 
mm-hmm. like trial by fire, like stumble over the words, hit certain parts. I make note of which parts I hit and which parts I completely, I don't even know what you said during that part. What did you say? And try and connect it to something personal so that it feels more like I'm saying it rather than saying, like trying to keep up with you. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. You know, so then it's like, I'm delivering a message. It's just like, that's like backing music. So I'm just going to sing along with it, you know? And then there's just a weird part of my brain that can remember things and imitate really well because I'm the youngest of four kids and I recited movies for my siblings all the time. So that's just what I've done my entire life. And it comes very, it probably happens a lot faster than people think. Like I can do that. I can do that pretty fast. That was going to be my next question. Like how, what's like the shortest it takes you to get a video or like to remember in half hour. Wow. Oh my God. I'm jealous. It takes me forever, which is why, like, I had to stop making them at one point because I was like, oh, girl, I'm taxed. Like, I can't. I need a break (laughs) because, like, I would try to get it. But I'm like, I'm all like not really. a. am not a perfectionist. I don't want to say that because I feel like that's the wrong word. And I feel like it's me downplaying me having standards. Yeah. And so we're not doing that or I'm not doing that. At least like I don't want to do that. Right. Right. Okay. So (laughs) basically, um. I, when I'm doing the video, I want it to be, I want it to be spot on. Like I want to be able to feel it. So if I watch it back and I don't feel my video and I don't feel like I want to watch my video again, or I don't want to like scream and shout for me, then I'm like, oh girl, I don't want it. Like it's okay. Put it back down. Same. Yeah. I have to be into it. But Mm -hmm. one time I, one time I recorded myself on zoom on my computer doing one of them just to see how long it takes, like to track the time. And it was about a half an hour or so. Um, but I've spent, I've spent hours on videos because mm-hmm. like you, you know, you want it to be, if you're going to, if you're going to do it, do it. Right. And, and then it resonates with people. And mm-hmm. like you always, you're, you have like a, uh, everyone needs to go and go to authentic burns on TikTok and just like pick one. You know, I, I mean, I could send people, I could definitely link to the one that we're talking about and you could see your version of it and my version of it. But like, <clears throat> I find that any of your videos are uh, just poignant. Like you, you always have, you walk on, you do your tongue pop, which you've already <laughs> done once on this week. <laughs> <laughs> the tongue pop, is, I can't do that. I could, I could go, I can open my mouth when you make that noise and it can look like I'm doing that, but I can't do that. <laughs> I like it's okay it's, we, it's been happening for years I don't even know like when I never not did it so like yeah 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 how did, when did you start on TikTok um I started on TikTok in in March That's it was like it? March like 18th or something like that me too yes because yes. it was right at the beginning of course yeah I remember like I had went to a brunch and then I realized that quarantine was like really happening and I was like "Ooh, the energy feels very off right now oh, yeah. and I was just like I'm in and I really enjoyed myself that night like for some reason like I well now I know why um innately I was just like girl you're not doing this again bro. yeah this is the last brunch <laughs> <laughs> so I was like okay so I really went for it but something just didn't feel quite right you know yeah. And so, um, and I was even like talking to my mother a lot too. And I was like, mom, I was like, I'm just letting you know. I was like, not to make you feel weird. I was like, but some just don't feel right. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what do you mean? I was like, I'll let you know when I know. I was like, but 
something ain't right. Happening something with the energy. Yeah, just something right. And I was just like, I don't know how you can't feel it. But anyhow, um, I was sitting at home. I was probably on day like four or five. And I was just like, okay, I got to do something. What is this TikTok thing? And I kept seeing it on Twitter. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. Let me see. And then it was also during the Megan the Stallion challenge. So mm-hmm. then I was like, okay, it gives me something to do. Did you do the Savage Dance? I did. Me Wait. Too. Yes, I did. Me I too. Did. Um, <laughs> how did, like, I actually really enjoyed that one because like it made you make faces and things. Yeah. Like, oh, I forgot to be like a kid for a minute. <laughs> Yeah, girl, yeah. whatever. <laughs> I think I did. I think I did this uh, like across my ass. <laughs> it's like, I'm gonna be as fuck. Like it's gonna be real sexy one second, and then the next second you're like, "Who the fuck is this?" <laughs> well, like the one thing that got me though is I didn't really know how to work TikTok, so like I was trying to find out where the dance came from, and yeah, I couldn't. yeah. And so I was looking at everybody's version. I was like, but everybody's doing it differently. Like, what's the choreo? And like, I'm a dancer. So I'm like, girl, where the choreo at? Can somebody, and this was before they started slowing things down, or I don't know if they still do that. I mean, people still do that. But like the woe at the beginning, I didn't know what a woe was. And Mm -hmm. so, and I found a girl going, you're all doing the woe wrong. Like she was real mad about it. And she explained, so I did it the way she said, but then like, I don't know what's right. And it makes me nervous. Oh, bro, me too. No, like for real. Like sometimes I'm not gonna lie to you. I'll be like laying in the bed and I'm like, like trying to do it, and then like put, but I can't get it out of. I don't know what. Like I feel like I have to really, <laughs> like I have to let it go. But yeah. like there was a day I was sitting on the floor and it was me and my friend. Like we're just kicking it or whatever. And there was some song playing and. I don't know what I was doing, but I was like jamming and I was like, but I was like very extra with it. And she just busted out in laughter. And we both were just like, what did I just do? <laughs> but, you know, at that point, though, I will say that's when I realized I was like, oh, my God. I'm getting older. Yeah. Dude, I'm so sore the day after I do dances. Yeah, I'm so sore. Like, especially I wasn't working out and I had to stop doing the dances altogether because I had an injury mm-hmm. um, right at the start of quarantine when I, I could have used exercise as my respite, but I couldn't because I had had a cracked rib. So like I had to lay off and I would do one of the dances and then I would feel it the next day. I'm like, fine, I won't do TikTok dances. Damn it. Because they were making me so happy. Mm-hmm. It's just fun. It's just fun right. to do. How are you now? Mm. I'm all good. I, I had to take, I had to take two full months of not picking up my daughter, which sucks because she's always like, mommy, mommy, she's four. She always wants me to pick her up. And I couldn't, I, I had to just no physical exertion whatsoever, which sounds nice, but I had been, I had been exercising three times a week before that. So oh wow, okay. to go from that to that really sucked. And I haven't really gotten back into the groove of exercise since then. Cause it's really hard to, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, now I'm fine and I can dance whenever I want. I love that. I mm. love that. That's a heal. I'll say <clears throat> these healing journeys are things that I love to hear about um, because I feel like there are moments where um, I'm just so like, I feel like there's moments where we talk about what was going wrong. But when you get to hear about the rest of everything that happened and how it ended up going right. And then like these, like it shows you how in life, 
Um, like a, a good mentor of mine says, Lamar, she's like, the pendulum is always going to swing. Mm. And I'm just like, ooh, I love this. I yeah. love this. And it just reminds me that you are going to have those moments that are going to be up. Then you have those moments that are going to be down. And that's actually called balance. But yeah. the amount of balance, that you, like the amount that they'll shift, the amount that's in between of that shift is going to be dependent upon you and what decisions you make because we all have free will and choice. <clears throat> yep. So it's just like if you, you know, let's say, for example, you're like, ah, I'm going to give and give and give and give and give, but you never give to yourself. Then it gets to a space where you're like, Oh, well, then at some point you're going to crash and you're not going to be able to give for them anymore. And you're going to be forced to give back to yourself, which will be the rest because your body needs to replenish itself or rejuvenate or whatever. And then it's like, well, you wouldn't have to have that such a big uh, switch if you. Yeah, if you if you could recognize. Yeah. And that's totally what was happening. Cause I I think I had covid in January. I'm pretty sure I had covid like before it was a thing. So I was an early adopter, um, <laughs> which is, that's a big compliment, Christian. Don't stifle it. It's fine. It helps. It's nice to have audience members. Um, but yeah, I was, I was busting my ass in January. I was up for a promotion in the, the life coach and leadership training program that I'm in. Um, I'm a senior program leader now. So I was like on the cusp of becoming a senior program. Thank you. Um, it was, it was rough. It was a lot of work. Um, and, and I was doing all these executive women. I'm part of this, uh, this company called Chief that brings together executive women from like different, like this lawyer, this woman who's the VP at Pepsi, you know, like whatever, like big people from New York who mm-hmm. don't have other women who are doing what they're doing. Um, and they bring them into these groups. And I'm one of the coaches that coaches those women. Mm-hmm. And it's freaking awesome. I'm I'm very grateful that I got in at the start of it with some other coaches I work with. It's so much fun. But I I was going there in person and they're in Tribeca and I'm in New Jersey. And so I was I was t- going back and forth on the train. Um I'm running around doing this stuff with the coach training program. I'm trying to like my own coaching business and my own side thing. And then oh yeah, my creative work and my writing and my singing and all of that too. And I'm a mom. So like it was sort of this culmination Ooh. of too much, too much. And then I got really sick. And then I coughed so hard that I cracked a rib. And that's some sort of spiritual moment right there. Like that's not, oops, you know, Mm -hmm. that needed to, I needed to slow down. Mm -hmm. So I was already in bed. I was basically quarantining before quarantine also another, I'm a, I'm a COVID hipster. Um, (laughs) and (laughs) because I was, they announced the quarantine. I was like, so more of what I've already been doing, basically staying home, not seeing people and laying in bed. I'll continue my life. (laughs) I would go on. I will do just what, you know? Um, so yeah, then TikTok, TikTok was a, a great respite because you can make, you can make some content real quick and get lots of new eyes. That was the thing. Cause like I've had audience in the past. Like I was a, I was one of the YouTubers back in the day before that was a term, okay. but, um, but to get new people watching was really like, you know, cause you, all these people on TikTok, none of them had ever seen you with their eyes before. And now you've got all these eyes on you, right? Yes. Ooh. Oh my goodness. That's kind of weird. I will say. <laughs> It's a little weird. It's all weird. It's a little weird. Thankfully, we get to wear like I'm not like I'm okay with the mask thing right now. Yeah. Because no one knows what I look like. 
And no one like mm. see who I am. So unless someone spots like my hair or something out, yeah. like we'll be okay. I will say there was one moment I think I had got spotted. Yeah. And my reaction was horrible. What, what was um, it? <laughs> so I'm out and there was, I only went out the house to protest, right? And this was back in like June. Yeah. And so, and that was my first time going out, getting out the house since March 5th. So I was like, it was a big thing. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not leaving. It's fine. I'm going to stay in. So basically I'm out and there's this girl and she's looking directly at me. Like we're across from each other in the circle, in the chant circle thing, but she's looking directly at me. And then she looked like she looked like she was like early like 19 20 21 sure something like that maybe but she's like waving and then I'm like I can I have glasses on like big black glasses on so you can't see in but I can see everything out so I'm looking around to see who she's waving at and there's nobody and there's nobody really behind me either so I'm like Oh no. So I was like, and I'm like nervous because I'm like, okay, I don't know. And she probably could not have been waving at me either. That could be a thing. Yeah. But I had on like an outfit that literally had already made like two TikToks in. <laughs> so, and then I like had my hair the exact same and everything. So I was like, okay, okay, okay. Um, so I took my head and I slowly just turned it to the right. In another direction. <laughs> because I just didn't want to be seen. <laughs> I get it. I get it. It's weird. It's weird meeting people in person that know you from the internet. It is. And I'm just like, oh, wow. This is like, okay. So this is going to, this is going to be a thing. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, it definitely is. I mean, and you got like, you got a lot of followers. How many followers do you have on TikTok now? Um, I think it's 136, 136,000. Yeah, something like that. What was your first viral? My first, okay, I, what does it mean to go viral? I mean, so I don't know on TikTok. I know that on Twitter, and I literally just Googled this because I had a really popular Twitter, I had a popular tweet and I was like, this isn't what what counts as viral, and apparently two thousand or more retweets counts as viral. Okay. So you could have like hundreds of retweets, but that's not necessarily viral. Um, and I don't know what it is on TikTok, but like, what was the first like big spike in attention? Um, it was probably my first one, the Savage one. You went right right from your first one. I feel like that happens a lot. Yeah, because it was. I can check on my phone, but. I remember, um, I'm looking. I remember, oh, that's a TikTok from today. Cute. Let me draft her. Cause I remember, oh yes. Okay. So I posted the Savage Dance at uh-huh. like, it was like sometime in the morning. It was like one o'clock in the morning, 2 a.m. That's a really hot time. Okay, hold on. Let me see what this says. I'm a savage. Wow. <laughs> well, here it is. I've never seen your savage dance. I'm going to watch it right now. <laughs> mm, turn it down. I don't want it to catch. Reaction. Live reaction <laughs> video. Here we go. Okay. Oh, my God. 
Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <gasps> That's the ass slap. That was everything. Mm. What's happening? Oh <laughs> the crotch grab. The crotch grab. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you can't see my legs, but one of them's just sticking out straight. Yes. Okay, I liked it. Oh, oh man. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, that was the that was the first one. Yeah, 56,000 views. And it was like the, that was the first video I posted. I woke up the next morning and it was at like like 15 or something like that, 15,000 views and I was like what? what? I was like I ain't got no followers. What does that mean? And then that's when the followers started coming in and I was like oh my goodness. What? And yeah. then I hit up one of my friends who's like a little bit younger than me. And I was like, girl, what does it mean to go viral? <laughs> and he was like, oh, girl, shit. Yeah. He's like, you're not that old. I'm like, I'm not. But like, y'all got How old are you? shit. Huh? How old are you? 29. Man. I'm 35. Ow. Yeah. See, I love that like everyone I'm meeting within their ages of like, Mm, I would say about like 30, 30 to 45. Mm -hmm. These individuals I've been meeting, everybody looks great. <laughs> it's almost like we are not really aging. We're not aging. Like I'm still very, you know, it's fine. But still, like I've seen some people who are my age and I'm like, let's have a little water. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> a little water. I want you to have a water and two fruits. <laughs> maybe a veg maybe a veg maybe a veg you know it and then feel free to spice it up throw a little pack be a little less of the drinking um right aged so, people man like too much too much alcohol makes you look older it does and the crazy thing is i kind of stopped drinking more like during quarantine like not drinking yeah. completely but like yeah during the beginning of quarantine i was in the space where i was like I was jamming. Mm -hmm. I'll just say that, you know, and I had the time. So I was like, why not? You know? Yeah. And then at one point I was just like, I got deeper into like my spirituality and stuff. And then what was going on in the world kept going on. And I was like, I don't feel, I don't feel this anymore. Yeah. And I had to stop because I felt like, I felt like because I was sad to be honest with you, I just felt such a deep sadness in my bones, like in my just in like in just in my being. Yeah. And I just wanted to weep. And because I felt that and was drinking, it felt like it almost was correlating. And I didn't like that. Yeah. I didn't like the way it looked to me. Yes. Or the way that it felt, you know? Yeah, I do. So I was like, we're going to calm down on her. We're going to pull back. So I pulled back on her and I just really, and then at one point I had it there, but I just didn't do anything with it. It just sat there. Yeah. And it was because I just didn't have a desire to have it. Which but then cool. I was I like, it in the house, but not, not drink it. Right. And that's how I knew I was like, all right, I'm fine. You know, because I was like, if I've seen, you know, the other sides. So I was like, okay. But then to be honest with you, TikTok became like a piece of therapy for me. Yeah. 
because with what was going on, it was a way of my, it was a way of me grounding my energy. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Because there were moments where my TikTok videos for a second were the ones with my voice, at least freestyle. So I just do them. Like I, the one with me in a blue suit and I'm like with a glass of wine. Yep. That video, I was on my third of one of those, which is why it just came out. Like, I, at one point, I was like, Bernard, I'm over this, girl. I was like, we're making this video. You look damn good. And I was like, said some other words. And I was like, it's going to be great. Just do what the hell you're going to do. Don't worry about it. And just say what comes natural, girl. Jesus, I want to finish this. <laughs> yes, I know exactly. Because it's, it, I was going to ask you, but I assume that you're not writing down what you're going to say. You're just speaking. It does like, and I, I don't know that everyone would guess that, but as a fellow creator, I'm like, there's no way you're scripting this because it wouldn't be coming out the way it's coming out if you were planning it. No. I think I started scripting them. When did I start scripting them? Ooh. Mm-hmm. I started script, jeez. <gasps> my um, my over 30 TikTok. I didn't see that one. <clears throat> uh, I did one, I did a poem for the over 30. Um, uh, because oh, I felt- maybe I do, keep going. And I was actually pouring a glass. <laughs> and I was on Twitter, I think it was. And they were making fun of people who were older and on Twitter. They were like, all y'all, like 30-somethings, like y'all need to get off Twitter, blah, blah. And I was just like, I don't know why. Twitter. Right. And so I was like. That's our app. Get off our app. (laughs) I was just like, let us be on TikTok if we want to be on TikTok. So I I wrote a little something and I just recorded it as I was like pouring me a little glass thing and. And I posted it, and that also had uh, some traction. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And then from there, I kind of just started writing other little random poems and then reciting some of my other ones. And yeah. then I remember I wrote a poem specifically for Black TikTok. And I was just like, okay, girl. And one of my friends, he was just like, yo, he was like, you should probably just do your voice. He was like, your voiceovers are great. Don't get me wrong, but like, your voice is great in itself. Like it, you say your own things and you have your own ideas. He was like, you're smart. Like, I don't like, he was like, I just think that people would want to hear what you have to say. And I kept being like, you know, but there's already some great ones out there. Let me just do those. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, I don't know, I guess because people, you know what? Thank you so much. Thank you, Michelle. I appreciate that because you just helped me realize. And I just had a revelation. Tell me the reason why. I decided that I was going to continue using my voice was because people made me feel like they needed to hear it. Yeah. Reading the comments, people were like, oh my God, I didn't realize I needed this until I had it. Like, and I just kept getting a lot of that mixed with, oh my God, I needed this. Oh my God, this was just what I needed. Oh my God, yes, this was great. And I was like, and suddenly my spirit was like, girl, go, go, girl. Yeah. And There's I was just to like, be said for audience um, participation with art, because it, it, I mean, the the feedback that you get from people, it's like it, it obviously it can be used like you, you use it against yourself, or you could say, well, this one didn't get 
anything. So I'm probably no good. You know, you could turn it into whatever, but the positive feedback and the people who tell you that you made a difference for them to be able to utilize that for fuel for your own art is Mm -hmm. everything. This is why I love the internet. Yes. And, you know, I will say this, like, this is why it's also really important to have around you just a solid group of people that are going in the same direction you're going in. Right. And the reason why it's important is because they're going to most likely give you advice that's going to pertain to what it is that you're doing. And especially like if that's something, if that's something that they're also about, it'll make sense. It'll feel a little bit deeper connected, things of that sort. Whereas if you tell your friends who probably like aren't necessarily connecting with this um, or doing this or anything of that sort, you try to, you're talking, trying to talk about art, for example, and you're talking to your business friends. Yes, and it's like, or your family. Or your family, right. I really don't. There's, so there's this, uh, a, a girl in, I'm, I'm doing a break up with your bullshit challenge. So it's not just the, po- the podcast got spawned out of doing this challenge where I was like, give me your email. We're going to start on November 9th and you're going to move some art forward. That that's it. That's really all I told people. I didn't even know what I was going to do with it. And I ended up creating a Facebook group for everyone who had signed up. And there was this girl in it. She's still in it, um, who lives in Kuwait and she, she really wants to do her art. And she's like, my only feedback is from like my parents and they don't get it. And they're like, why are you wasting your time? You know, I can't remember exactly what she said, but she was so happy to be in the group of people because everyone in the Facebook group is dealing with that sort of thing and also trying to push past their art. So they're all hyping each other up. And right. like, yeah, do that painting, do that. There's someone doing choreo in it. There's like, there's yeah. all different kinds of people. Um, there's someone who is, is stepping into becoming a medium and like really needs like yeah. a, a lot of people in her life don't get it or, or even like have right. left her because of it. Mm-hmm. So to be in this like little tight knit group of people who are all doing that, there's, that's so important for, for creation, the nurturing of your art. It is because then you also feel, um, I feel like it then creates a safe space for you to really explore. Yeah. And like you have other, and it's just, um, I don't know. I think that community just helps. That community helps. It's everything. Yeah. Um, I know there's, I feel like in the world, it's, it's really, it became a common thing for us to always try to claim independence. But I think that there's a beauty in community and there is a need for community. And I feel like right now, even there's so much going on and I feel like the amount that's going on, sorry, I live in New York. It's okay. Um, I lived there for nine years. I remember the sirens. (laughs) But like, I feel like it becomes a thing of like, how can I say it? Sorry, I just got so sidetracked. Um, there is a cloud right now that I am looking at and it is fantastic. It looks like a beautiful woman who is like riding like a dolphin almost or riding what? something in the, it's, it's great. You need a picture of it. Can you take a picture of it? <laughs> Christian says picture, pics or it didn't happen. <laughs> oh my God, I got it. Ah! Oh my God, okay, hold on. I might just send it to you. I'm going to send it to you right now. This is like a blessing. This is why I'm like, this is so, I love divine moments like this, to be honest (laughs) with you. Um, I just got back. Um, Actually, I was like rushing to get back here because I was at 
the water, like with my deities. And I was just like, I was being called there and I was like, okay, I have to go, I have to go, I have to go. Yeah. Um, and I just felt it. And so I did. And like, this is great. I appreciate That's it. Awesome. And it's a water um, animal. I'm sorry? The animal, the dolphin. Oh, yeah. Water. What? Connected. Mm-hmm. See? I'm okay, thinking. I just sent it to you right now. Okay. Um, you send it on uh, Instagram? Yes. Great. Oh, I got it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and there's such like a halo of light around it. I mean, also your ring. You know, aside from the. Oh, my gosh. I see her. Wow. And if I lean over here, that looks like an or and it looks like somebody's in a C and it looks sorry. I see things in clouds. Oh, I see it. I see it. Yeah. Right. Mm hmm. Immediately. She's Look, holding the reins. She's got the reins. I take that. I take that. Mm -hmm. oh, thank you to my groom. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. Right, I feel juiced up. When I get moments like this, I appreciate my signs. I pay attention to them. I acknowledge them because for me, those are my moments that things are working out. And I feel like when I first began, like I grew up technically as a Christian um, and then it it, it kind of like shifted. And then it wasn't until I left land and started working at sea um, that I decided to like just really expand and let my mind go as far as the sea, ironically. Um, mm -hmm. So it was like, again, I was just being called to that water. And so literally just, it helped me see the beauty in so much. And with that, it helped me pay attention to the world a lot more. And then at the same time, it helped me just see the signs and see um, synchronicities and everything. And then I started to realize that like, one of the things that used to get me about religion per se, is that like, I would ask for answers and I'm like, how do I know that, that, you know, I'm being heard? How do I know that I'm being seen? Let's just be real in these human forms. We love to be seen. We love to know that we're being heard. We love to know that we're being cared for. We love to know things. And it's and because of how I felt like we were brought up and things of that sort, it always tends to stem back to something material, something tangible, something that's earthly. So we want to be able to see it, feel it, touch it. These five senses where, you know, that thing. And yeah. it's like, no, sometimes, girl, like. If you like, if you want to, if you want to really be able to feel it, like it's just internal. It's it's instinctual. It's just I believe it. No, but because I feel like we get, um, we do have a separation from that sometimes. The other beautiful thing that I feel like religion never taught me to pay attention to, which were synchronicities and everything. The fact that I'm sitting here and it's it's moving, like they're moving across the sky with the clouds, like they're literally swimming. But spirituality, I mean, religion to me would tell me that's witchcraft. And back then I would always be scared about talking about these things that I believed in and that I would do secretly on my own or try or like, you know, but because charm was my shit, you know, charm. Mm -hmm. Once I saw Charm, it was a wrap. I was like, oh, I know I'm a whole witch. Just wait. Just wait. But anyway, like, yeah. And so now, like, I'll see numbers and I'll see animals. And now I know what different animals mean when I see them and what they mean for me specifically based off of, like, when they show up for me in my life and my situation. Um, because that's how personal and how deep I take my spirituality. Where um, one of my mentors was like, like it's my, my friend my uh, one of my friends was like you're doing the most and I was like what do you mean um she was like girl you're making this far more complicated than it needs to be she was like baby you need a spiritual hug and I was like you I need do. a spiritual hug 
Yeah, this was Lamar actually. And we're on the phone and it's like one o'clock in the morning and we both had did lives that day and we're just like on the phone with each other. And she's like, girl, you just need a spiritual hug because I was just making everything far more complicated than what it needed to be. And so, um, so, so um, I'm just like, have I? She's like, yes, girl. She was like, just do you. You're doing it already. She's like, spirituality is you getting to know yourself, the mm-hmm. deeper parts of yourself, your higher self, like you getting to know what you came here for. Why? Like that is spirituality. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, she's like, you could do other things and tap into other, you know, practices within yeah. spirituality. She was like, but you getting to know you is that she was like, so you don't necessarily have to do anything more. And I was, she was like, if you don't feel like it. And I was like, I have control. She was like, yes, girl. And I was like, Oh, that's a weight lifted. She was like, you've been stressing yourself out. And I was like, girl, yes. When was that? This was like, Ooh, May. So this year. Yeah. Yeah. This was like May, June. Oh my goodness, around that time, yeah. yeah. And it no, was because I've been on my own for so long. I didn't really start to get my mentors until like last year, like the end, yeah. like mid of the year last year. And then this year, more of my mentors really met. I manifested them this year and they've yeah. been so there for me and supportive throughout this. And I also accepted this journey for myself though. And that well, that's was- why they show up, right? Ow, come on, right? And so um, it was just crazy because like, again, since 2014, all I've been doing is feeding my brain with information about different, um, about different practices, about different religions, about different forms of spirituality, about numerology, about astrology, about like all of it, like just digging into everything and trying to learn like just so much at one time, I guess. Um, just so I can find out what is, what is Bernard? Like, what is Bernard even like? At one point I would like refer to myself in third person. Somebody was like, why? I was like, because I'm starting to realize that like Bernard came here for a purpose. Like this particular being and essence and version of me came here and I want to know that person deeper and I'm trying to get to know them. So I need them to know that that's who I'm trying to get to. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, and it was because I was watching a show called, um, I was watching a show called Gotta Have It um, on Netflix. And um, it was a fantastic show, fantastic show. I was so bummed that I think they um, stopped doing it. Mm-hmm. But um, there was a character called Rockaletta Moss and she called Miss Rockaletta Moss. She referred to herself in third person and she had explained it in the show and I didn't necessarily get it. Then I went to, um, I ended up going to Puerto Rico and then I ended up, having an experience and then I ended up coming back here and then I watched the series again and then when I was hearing her say her name I paused it and I was like and I was like it hit different it was a different thing and it hit me and I was like oh my god she's referring to herself because she's technically a spiritual being living a human existence yeah, in I was just thinking her body and mm-hmm. she's like I'm trying to figure out who this person is and why they're here and what this is for because technically I'm a, and I was like what and things just started happening yeah so that's so awesome it's just been a whole bunch of like things just all together but 
because of that, I had to just make sense of it on my own and go with whatever I trusted, but it helped me trust myself eventually. Well, that's all that all, like all of that really is. Cause you could see the cloud and just keep talking and ignore. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and I love how distracted you got by it. Cause it's, it's actually, I think a sign of how much you trust both yourself and, you know, the world that there's something happening that's bigger than you and you're tuned in and you notice things and plenty of people could roll their eyes at it, but you know, they're just not awake yet. So it's okay. Roll your eyes if that makes you feel better. But like for people like I, and I don't talk about this all that much, but I definitely have been um, paying a lot of attention to signs uh, and, and to what's going on around me and, and putting meaning in things. Um, like, I can't tell you how many times I open up Instagram and my notifications say two comments, 10 likes. 210 was my mom's birthday. It shows up everywhere. Mm. Two retweets, 10 likes. And it's weird because it's like, sure, plenty of times it says different numbers, but it's weird or it's magical how often I open an app and those are the numbers. Right. And yeah, I'm, I have a bias because I'm looking for it all the time or... I notice better because I'm looking for it all the time. And you know what that means, right? Tell me. You're thinking about it. And if you're thinking about it, you're sending energy. Right. So you're calling for it. You're attracting it. That is literally what you're putting mm-hmm. out. That's a form of manifestation. Yeah. So you're calling your mother's presence to just be here and even thinking about her having her in the in your subconscious, in your mind. Um, there is an oracle that I really do enjoy watching and she teaches very well. Her name is Adenola, the oracle on YouTube. Uh-huh. And um, she talks about like the brain and how, or um, about our mind and how it's like, you know, you have the subconscious and the conscious mind, like 10%, I believe is like probably your conscious mind and about 90% is your subconscious. But mm-hmm. like, if you're still ha- having her in here and she's still living and breathing within your mind and um, she's, a, you know, someone that you're calling out to, especially in that, in your, you know, from your spirit as well, you're telling her to always be around. That feels really true, especially because, um, when she was alive, she knew me as the strong one that doesn't need anything. And so I think for the first like year after she passed, I had no con, I had no connection to her. I had no, I feel like she was off like with my dad or with my aunt or like she was off helping people mm-hmm. that, that really didn't know how to ask. And and then about, uh, like a month before the anniversary, she died December 18th in 2011. So it's coming soon. Um, though, it's less and less intense every year, I will say. Thank God. Um, but but that year was the first time that I had any sort of communication with her. Mm-hmm. And it was super intense. Like I I had just done a performance. I had I was in Sweden. I'm not like a freaking world traveler. I don't really go anywhere, but like I I went to Sweden to speak at a YouTube gathering and I was um, and at the end of it, everyone started playing music or sharing their art with each other. And I was like, okay, I'll sing. But I didn't sing in front of people very much. I sang on YouTube, but that was it. And so I sang a song. And that night when I was trying to fall asleep, I started to think about my performance, pick it apart and think, oh, that wasn't, that wasn't, oh, you didn't hit that note. Cause I was listening to the song that I had sung. It came on and I was like, oh, it was bad. And I felt her hand on my shoulder I felt it. And she said, you did great. And I was just like, I I turned, I looked 
I turned and looked because I, I could feel her touching me. I've never since then felt her physically touch me before, but I just sobbed. I just sobbed. And like, I had no connection to her before this. Not when she was alive either, really. Like not much, not much of one. But that was, that was a big start of me feeling connected and knowing that, oh, I'm not alone. Oh, I've got guides. I've got people looking out for me. Mm -hmm. And also I was on my friend's couch in his childhood home in Sweden in the middle of the night. You know, like it was just all, all kinds of magic. And ever since then, I've been very, after that, I stopped playing video games. I stopped smoking weed for a while, for a while. Like no video games, no weed, probably for a year after that. And very much not drinking because I didn't, I didn't want to lose the connection. Mm-hmm. So and now I'm like, she's here all the time. And uh, I can write, I write to her sometimes. I let her answer me. Mm-hmm. But then the, it's really it's great when she shows up. So when you say I'm calling her, I actually, now I'm, I'm like, yeah, I think in my down moments on some level, I'm like, Hey, like beacon, just so you know, I need, I need a little something, something. Cause I'm feeling, I'm feeling some type of way. And and then I open my phone and oh, there she is. Or someone says, says 210 to me or, you know, whatever. Do you remember the night when, um, do you remember the night when you, the the day actually? Do you remember the day when you did your performance? Um, like you, what day of the week it was? No. Do you remember the day the like what it was happening? What was going on? What was going on in your mind? What you were thinking about? Who you were calling out to? Um, what you felt? I mean, I was terrified to sing in front of people. Mm-hmm. I had spoken and I hadn't planned anything. I said I just got up and talked for an hour and took questions from the audience about like being a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was shaking when I went up to sing. Cause like I said, I never sang for people in person. I sang for a camera lens, which <laughs> is its own thing to get over. Right. Yeah. As you know, like you get weird about it, but then you get comfortable with it. I'm, I'm sure just the way people do, if they're on stage a lot, they get used to having people watching them. I was not. And I wasn't very confident about my singing. I was very editing myself all the time to make it, try and make it perfect, like grasping, this needs to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And so I was, of course, then mortified that I had done it imperfectly. And that's when she showed up. Mm -hmm. She didn't tell you when you were, um, when she was alive, though, how um, great you did with a lot of things, huh? No. Nope. She would pick it apart. Singing when you sang that day, that was a breakthrough day. Mm-hmm. So she knew. Yeah. Oh. In that moment, right there, she was like, "Now she needs it. Oh. She needs to know that she's great on her own. She's great on her own because she has been, and she knows that I've never really needed to be there, but I wasn't there because I didn't have to be there necessarily. Because for me to have been there, she wouldn't have had the strength that she was supposed to have." So I did what I had to do for the other ones who needed me more and not necessarily her, but she knew necessarily that she didn't need me. So she was okay. Mm. So that's why she was yeah. not necessarily there, but she felt bad for it. She knew necessarily how to say it, but she knew that the connection would be fine nonetheless, because once you get back over there, you have more information again. So you realize that you've made more of a story. You made more of a decision than you thought. Yeah. Um, so everything's okay. So you're technically in the space where you even know that you're fine, but you, that was a breakthrough moment for you where you did something that was so against 
what you felt in your heart was natural. So you were like, oh my God, I'm really doing this. And the only person that could have helped you in that moment was to have heard your mother say to you that she had did a good job. And that's when you're thinking, well, I'm just bad at this, but she's never even told me that I'm good at anything. And like, oh, if only she can tell me, but she's not even here. Let me not think about that right now. So I'm just going to go ahead and continue to beat myself up for it. And she's like, no, or not because I am here and you did great. And it took a lot of energy for her to be able to touch you like that and be able to get it. But she knew that you needed the sign and you needed it right. And so in order for you to be able to get the sign right, she had to make sure that she was going to be able to get enough energy, enough power necessarily, enough enough know-how, enough comfortability in her um, in the in the transition in the uh, the like her dimension, if you will, to where she's able to do what she needs to do for you, which is to touch. Because I don't know if your other uh, mem- family members have been actually touched like that. Mm, I uh, doubt. I don't think so. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you for the summation and the and the question and the of uh what I was going through because I never really I never really put together that I had I had had a breakthrough that day, but I definitely did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was beautiful. Huh? I said it was beautiful. I had to ask the question. I feel um I'm gonna be honest with you, I feel like she was just telling me to ask the question. That yeah. was that was pretty much like her way of knowing whether or not like you know everybody Spirit is spirit spirits. I don't really, I know there's ones that are here to do, you know, ill things, but it's more so just because like of, of things that were, that, that did happen. Um, But they're really here to protect us and keep us safe, especially we all have guardians and we have people who really do love us and care for us on the other side. And it's just that sometimes we just don't always have access to them because of what have you. Um, but you have access to yours most certainly and she protects you and she keeps you safe. So I feel like she's making sure that I am okay. Like I just felt in my spirit to ask these questions and I felt like my, my higher self knew, Hey, go ahead and let her know that you're worth, that you're okay to trust with delivering this particular message yeah Um, and that's why I just kept talking because I could just feel I just felt the energy permeating and she just she feels radiant to be honest the energy just feels like a radiant energy it's like a hum almost it's like a hum (laughs) I don't know how to do I don't know any like that's perfect words no that's the that is exactly it Great. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. <laughs> like I, I have a, the friend, the person I mentioned in the group who is working on becoming a medium. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I, I'm, I'm actually, and a lot of people in the group are people I know well. And so sometimes she'll send me a message and then I respond very quickly to it. And then I say that was channeled by the way. I have no, like I had, I had next to nothing to do with that message in terms of thinking of the words. Mm-hmm. Like she'll say something. I'm like, yes, well, and also this. And then I look at the message. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't say that shit. <laughs> I did not say that shit. And so, sometimes when we're on a Zoom call, she'll just start saying something. And she goes, that was your mom. I, yep, that was your mom. Like, thank you. That's fantastic though. I love that. And see, this, these are the things that, um, 
I'll put it to you like this. And it just came on me. We deal with grief hits us really hard here on earth. It does. And I feel like it's because of the disconnection. I grew up as a Christian. You know, you where I come from, people fall out at the funerals. Um, but the thing is, as I, as I am now, if someone was to pass, I would still feel my sadness for I'm unable to necessarily be with them in the exact same essence. Yeah. But I'm not going to be completely, I don't know if I would be completely shattered because I understand that I'm raising my vibration to a space where I'll be able to still connect with them in some kind of way. And I'm okay with that because I understand energy. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things I, I uh, if only people realize that we do reincarnate, we do many things, but we do reincarnate as well. Um, you don't necessarily have to believe in it. It doesn't mean that it doesn't happen. <laughs> but I believe that. <laughs> but with that, sometimes an energy reincarnates and you don't need to continuously feel that grief and that sadness and that tug on your heart and that weight sitting right on top, pressuring it down because whether the energy stays on the other side and is there to just assist you along your journey from here on out, you can connect. Whether they, you know, have to take a break and do their own thing and really get acclimated and maybe have a moment and then come to you later on, you can still probably reconnect later on. Or there's also that person who just moved in next door and for some reason they just had a kid and the kid looks kind of sort of familiar and your grandparent passed about six years ago and this kid is about six and they just look really familiar in the face and it's just because we're mirrors and they're reflecting a particular light that you're used to because you've experienced that light before. And so you don't know why you take to this kid and this kid for some reason takes to you and they probably don't get along with their parents too well, but neither did your grandparents. But nonetheless, they're here and they feel comfortable opening up to you about their experience and you kind of, you help them out. But then you end up moving for whatever reason, because, you know, you just, you're going to college now or something and, you know, but you're just like, they just seemed familiar though. Mm. And, and you just don't realize that that was your grandparent just in another life that they still came across you nonetheless because you were meant to meet and then you meet that same kid 30 years later and you know you're older and they're you know now full grown and they're just like oh my goodness remember when we used to live next door you're like oh my god yeah like oh my goodness like I remember you just seem so familiar but now with where we're going and with how we're elevating our minds you might see them and be like hello again well, I've never thought about that. Like, I, I I find there are people who just seem, I mean, everyone says this, you meet somebody and you're like, I feel like I've known you my whole life. Mm -hmm. What's that? Mm -hmm. And 
because we because we have known them before. I never I never really thought about it like that, especially with kids, because it is interesting when a child has a particular reaction to you, because mm-hmm. kids are closest closest to heaven of any. I heard, oh my goodness, I heard, this was like on a Joe Rogan podcast, there was a guest who was telling him um, that he heard his uh, three-year-old or four-year-old or some some young kid say to the six-month-old baby, I'm going to need you to remind me what heaven is like because I'm starting to forget. That's so beautiful. Isn't that amazing? That's so beautiful. And this is, I try to tell parents, I'm not a parent and I don't like to tell people what to do. Sure. But I know some stinks. <laughs> so when I feel the need to say something, I'm going to say something. Yeah. And I try to tell parents all the time. I'm like, watch your children listen to your children and let them teach you when they're playing just listen and watch them play watch how they interact watch what they're talking about Mm. watch how they're interacting with who they're interacting with so that way you know which spirits are around your child because your child can see realms that you can't for you have forgotten and they still remember so watch them Watch which corners of the house they smile and they look in so you know which ones are good. If oh, somebody comes all the time. down. My daughter baby. does that. She'll just suddenly be, when she was a baby, when she was really little, she's four and a half now, but when she was really little, she would look in one part of my bedroom and just giggle. And I'm like, is it grandma? Like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> keep looking up there and giggling. There's right. a white room with nothing on the walls. Wow. Same place. And mm-hmm. by the way, I think the best, I know that people get like, oh, don't tell me about how to raise my kid when you don't have one because some people are shitty about it. But I personally, my coach, my life coach has never birthed a child, but she gave me some of the best stuff around parenting. And I don't mean she gave me advice. She didn't give me advice. She asked me certain questions. She got curious about things that people who have kids and have a story about how it goes would not ask me because they would be worried or they would be projecting their own story onto me. So the fact that she doesn't have that story made her the most valuable person in my corner when I had a newborn. Mm. And I, I personally think my friends with no kids are some of the best resources because they're not mired in the way it goes. Right. That's, that's, a, that's a resource in your life. That is not an impediment. Mm-hmm. You know what? There came a moment. Um, I've been single for seven years, right? Over seven years. Around about year three or four, I want to say, I started to realize that I was learning so much about relationships Mm -hmm. because I was not in them. And all I did was watch them and I listened to them and I like, Pay, like I just paid attention. My friends would come to me all the time for the relationship advice and things of that sort. And I would, you know, give them the advice and they were like, you're just so good at, I don't know how you haven't found a partner. I was like, because it's not my time yet. But it came a point where then I was like, girl, this is your superpower. Not being in it. 
this is great because now you can see why marriages aren't working in a number of realms. You can see why dating is not working for so many individuals. Why the talking? Why, first of all, do we have 17,000 terms? Like, there's just so many things that I was able to, like, realize and see. And I'm a person who will pick something apart, like, to really try to analyze it. I'm an analyzer, like, analyze everything. And so I was just like, ooh, 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 like just seeing so many things. And then I was like, girl, just learn, just learn, just take mm-hmm. it all. And so I would get on the, go on dates and I would ask questions based off of what it is that I wanted. Yeah. Because looking at all these relationships, majority of them that I seen, I would be like, mm-hmm. yeah. Ooh, ah, why are y'all in these? <laughs> like, it came to point where I remember I was out at lunch with a friend of mine and I was able to like read people's relationships. I remember there was a couple who sat down and they were looking and I was just like, and spilled like all their tea. And I was like, I don't know where that came from, girl. That mm-hmm. was so- And now I'm realizing what it was like now. I, cause, oh, oh. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, sorry, I just had a moment. Um, but <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, yikes, why are you guys in these relationships? You're all like, and then I'm hearing so many people talk about like the sadness of being single, and I'm like, sweetie pie. Hey. No, you're in a relationship with yourself. Right. Come on. And that's the same when you're married. Like I think part of the hard thing about being married is to is to be okay with that. That person doesn't belong to you. My husband, it, he doesn't belong to me. Like at best, I have I'm and I, this is not mine. I I heard this from someone. It's probably Mark Groves. Uh, like I have at best, I have him on a lease. You know, like he's <laughs> he's his own human. So is my daughter. This is really hard for parents. Like, and it's it's hard in practice. But she's not mine. I created her, and just like art, it's none of my business what happens with it now. Like I'm going to do my best. I'm going to nurture. I'm going to do some good marketing. I'm going to get that thing out there. You know, like let's get her. Let's get her a team. Let's get her people who love her and and can support her. And then from there, she can be whoever she's going to be. And it's probably going to be hard for me, continually. But like, I wish that I wish that was done for me. You know. Yeah. Oh my God! You just blew my mind. <laughs> I pray, and I'm putting the energy out there that this video, that section of what you just said about parenting 35, 45 a minute ago goes viral because not for it to, like I want it to go viral for the teaching aspect Yeah, because what you just explained literally is what happens in nature. And we are all animals. So we are all in nature. We just seems to be the wildest of them all because we're killing the planet as well. So we've decided that we're killing everything. So everybody's wondering why their cats are sitting there on the couch, looking at them from far away, like disgusted. And it's because we're killing every goddamn thing and they ain't got no damn food. So they're like, yeah, silly ass people just killing us all, huh? Is just that why cats the are doing that? That's and we're the, sense. Right, so we're the only animals in the kingdom of the animal kingdom Who's trying to take down the whole damn planet? And so you just explained what happens in nature. I brought you here, sure, but you're going to go and leave this nest and I may never see you again Mm -hmm. because 
There is a world for you to see that may not include me because I'm also going to have more babies and I'm bringing more souls from the other side to go explore and experience this earth that, oh my God, I just had a whole download. Is that what y'all are saying? I'm sorry, girl, but you're getting this real talk. No, it's fine. What? (laughs) Imagine if we made the world a better place and we really did love within a, with so much openness that we were able to release because animals love, that is what love is, an animal loving their baby so much that they are able to give that baby away to nature itself because that's where it came from to go live its purpose. Hold on, girl. Oh, my God. And then basically, if we're allowing ourselves to be a part of nature and truly love like that, then imagine the beauty that we can create this world to be in because the best spaces in the world are where nature just took its course, right? So then imagine if we returned ourselves back to nature, allowed nature to take its course, but we also worked with nature because that's what we have the ability to do because we have consciousness like that. And we have the ability to grow and build Um, bigger than other things. So then at that point, if we return ourselves back to nature, imagine at that point, the souls we can continue to bring women, the beauty that, imagine if we even get back to respecting women that way, to where women will be able to, not saying that they're going to do those things, but if you wanted to be a woman who had millions of kids and you're like, I just want to have babies, there would be people there to just take care of you because they would appreciate and respect the fact that you are so powerful and so divine that you are actually the carry you're the bringer of souls from the other side you're literally the bringer of souls we should be like so grateful Mm. and so appreciative like i'm not saying that you need to worship the woman but like honor the woman revere rever reverence yeah yeah give reverence to the woman like um, allow yourself to appreciate, uplift, and encourage the woman for the simple fact that she is the bringer of souls and your raggedy ass soul wouldn't be able to be here if she didn't bring your raggedy ass in here with your big headed ass. You know, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? And I'm only talking to the big headed ones who be out here thinking they know everything and they don't. And it's like, sweetie pie, uh uh-uh. uh, no, 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 no. You can't disrespect. How do you re- disrespect the person who brought you here? Mm. Yeah. And now it's making sense. Granted, I get that now, as of now, like the people who bring us here sometimes just disrespect us OD. So it's okay. like, well, what do you expect? It's, it, we're animals. So now I'm not being disrespectful. I'm defending myself because right. I feel attacked. Um, and you I honestly can't get mad at a, at a kid for defending themselves for feeling attacked because yeah. you're attacking them, especially when you don't ask the children how they're doing. But I'm a, but now I'm saying, sorry, that whole download and that message came out of nowhere. Ooh, sorry, that was fantastic. No, was nice. Thank you. That was like a bat. But just about us doing nature. Like nature teaches us how to do this. But for some reason, the one thing that has been here the longest, we've decided that we weren't going to listen to it. Yeah. Nature is teaching us how to win. Always. I, have you ever seen the Netflix movie, My Octopus Teacher, I think it's called? No. Girl. Right. I watched it yesterday. I had my mind blown. Like, I, like, my mind was like, what? First of all, the miraculousness-osity of an octopus, it 
brains and things is in its fingers, right? So <laughs> let, like, let me just tell you this little piece and then okay. I'm going to just recommend that you watch it ASAP, okay. no Rocky. So by it touching something in the ocean, it can pick up the color, the texture, all of it, its shape and mimic all of it. Whoa. Change its skin to look like rock with texture and ridges and 3D effect in water. I've seen this. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And and I they show you the video and they show you it happening the whole time. And you watch it, like it blew my mind what was going on. And it's real. It gets real about nature. Yeah. But it's like. Oh my God. And it made me appreciate life more for the simple fact that this octopus lives. Like imagine, um, let's say for example, imagine living for a year. That's your life, a year. Even let's, let's okay, let's, let's make it a little bit more connecting, right? Let's do pets. A dog lives for about what, 12 to, if, a dog probably lives about 12 to 15 years. It's like, whoa, right? Yeah. Imagine only living for 12 to 15 years in human life. Imagine just being gone at 12. 12 to 15, 15 is your max. Wow. And then think about how much you lived from being born to the age of 15. How much did you live and how grateful would you have been for the life that you had lived if you had to pass away at 15? Yeah. Yikes. Yikes is right. Yeah. Yikes. I mean, I'm thinking about my dogs are 12 and 14. Uh-huh. And, um, I've had them since about the time I met my husband. We, they were both of them. Um, and so they've seen a whole lifetime. I mean, they've seen the inception of our relationship to us having a child. They've been they've been here. And, and now that yeah. is their story in right. their own time. So they've seen, and then you know how we have dog years. Yeah. So they are so ancient in their dog years, if you will, but they're older. They're the grandparents in their dog years. And they've seen you lived a whole life. And from their eyes, they've lived what, let's say 80 years. Yeah. But that's time Maybe. for them. But here's the thing. We just lived a same life with them, but we lived in a different time space. Our, yeah. our version of time was different because of how we, I don't know, but this is just what's coming and how I'm seeing it and how it's coming out of my head right now as we're talking about it. Yeah. So basically what I'm saying is we're in a space right now where we're living in multiple time zones and dimensions and, and time is like the past, the future, the present, all of it is happening at the same time because of even moments like this. Mm -hmm. So with all of that, we should be appreciating life far much more than we do. So why are we killing each other so willingly instead of helping and trying to uplift and trying to truly enjoy this? Because imagine how much a dog lives its life from the moment it comes out for the most part. Well, they, I'll tell you one thing dogs do. They demand love constantly. Mm -hmm. They are not, I'm sorry, but I would like to be pet. And if you say no, they come back 10 seconds later. They don't, they don't hold a grudge. They don't learn, oh, that person doesn't like me, unless they're hit, maybe. But like, that's it. You know, like dogs don't. They seek love. They're love incarnate. Yeah. They, they are, dogs exude unconditional, relentless love. Yeah. Is, oh, wait, unrelentless? I don't know. Something like that. that relentless. Like a good word. Relentless. But. 
relentless, right? They're going to keep going for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over like, you're not, like a dog will love you down. Mm-hmm. Whereas like a cat will love you down, but a cat's going to catch your spirit. So your spirit got to be right. So a cat's going to come to you most likely when you need it. Mm. But they know you don't need her all day and she wants to empower you. Empower you to think and do for yourself. But when she knows you need help, she's there. And that's when she comes in. She's like, I got you. They're ancient. They know so much. So even with some of this stuff, they're probably just like, you already whining over the same dude who been shady, girl. You brought him in here and he smelled like somebody else. Uh, I'm not going to cuddle you for this. That's your fault. You know? But then you really went through it. They cuddle up and they like, I know, girl, come on. Like you were respecting yourself this time and that guy did you wrong. And okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Other times that you knew you were disrespecting yourself when you went. Right. But the thing is, it's not the animal's fault that they're the way they are. So I feel like we should even stop being like, well, I just don't like cats and speaking to stuff because I had one and da, 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 da. Because the thing is, had we have not lost our connection to nature, we'd understand more which animals and pets we should probably have around us anyway. (laughs) Well, you've just turned me on cats. So... (laughs) <laughs> now I want a cat well I'll tell you this though you could also go on to hold on I'm going to check for you right now because I was just on the website last night you can go on purina.co.uk and you can take a test to figure out which cat will be exactly for you like which one oh matches you best I'm so excited and my friend Ed was the one who gave me that idea because he was he just did one for a dog and I was like oh I wonder let me see which one I would get for a cat Mm, my my husband grew up with cats, but I did not. So I only have bad experiences with cats. Oh, well, that's not true. There's some good, there've been some good cats around me. Um, but that's interesting because whenever I move into, whenever I buy a house, I think we'll get a cat. My daughter can have a little kitten because I love kittens. And my, um, my Aunt Margie, uh, she, she used to take in all the cats. And this is Perth Amboy, New Jersey, where there is, there's a lot of cats Every, there's there's a cat on every stoop, you know, whatever. And she would just take them all in. They'd be in her basement. So when I went to her house, they'd all be in the basement. And she had all these kittens once. And I remember going to the door of the basement and they're all sticking their paw under the door. And so I opened the damn door and nine cats, those little, ba- little kittens just come crawl all over me. And I'm just like in all my glory. And then I would get in so much trouble for doing that. Oh my goodness. They're like, like neighborhood goodness. cats. And I always, I always like, I just want all the kittens. I just want tons of kittens all over me. Oh my goodness. That sounds like pure mm-hmm. heaven. Uh. You're so cute. We have to wrap up. I could talk to you forever though. Okay. <laughs> um, also, okay. here's, what, here's what this episode is. We didn't talk about creating. We created. Come on. Right. We created. We did. We created art. We didn't need to have we a cerebral did. conversation about creation. Mm-mm. And you know, this is why I'm going to say this before we go, I'm going to try to make it fast. I hope that business and I hope that what's professional and I hope that what we look at as work changes and mm-hmm. I hope it changes to more of this where we're comfortable. We're dressed the way that we like. We're, we're speaking the way that we want to speak. We're using the words that we feel color the picture that we want to paint. Ow, come yeah. on me. Oh my God. I like that. Oh my God. Ah! (laughs) I'm fantastic. 
That was great. Girl, spirit, you did that, girl. Thank you for dropping her. Ooh, I got it. I'm going to make so many TikTok clips from this video. Um, I have one question I ask everyone. Yeah. So this, this podcast is about getting over your bullshit and putting stuff out into the world, you know, like you have. Um, and so there's a lot of people listening to it who are uninspired and want to get inspired. And I'm sure they are already just by this conversation. But what would you, what advice would you give to someone who's on their bullshit right now? They're just like, they're not doing the thing that they're on the planet to do. If you're on the planet right now and you feel like you're not doing what you're meant to be doing and you know what is keeping you from being able to do that, chopper. Chopper. Chopper if you can at least for a week and just see what happens. Why? Because you already know it's a distraction. And because we're going to be honest here, you've already told yourself umpteen times, okay, well, let me try to limit myself. And she hasn't worked yet. So chop her and then see what happens and see how it goes and then go from there. But do only a little bit and don't try to set anything more than what you know you can't do. You can feel in your spirit what would be right and you'll be like, oh, I'm going to do three days. But you know three days for you is actually really hard because you actually know how much you be on your stuff. Let's say, for example, it is Instagram. Just chop Instagram for three days or whatever it is. Mm, mm, heard you. Whatever it is that you want to do, if you know what it is, say to yourself, I'm going to do this and focus on this for these three days. That's it. I'm, I'm calling out of work. I'm chopping everything else in my life right now to focus on this for three days. Boom, 72 hours. See how you feel. If you feel nothing but joy by the time you're done, then I think you may have found a purpose. And I think that you, at that point, I feel like I've lit the fire at that point and you, you'll, be, you'll be ready to go. You'll know what to do next. I don't want to give you too many instructions because that's already stressful in herself. And don't nobody need all of that when you have a whole higher self that can tell you what it is that you're meant to do next. And that's what I feel like spirit just told me is all I needed to say. Focus on what it is that you're meant to do. Tell yourself you're going to do it and give yourself a time frame. If it's two days, three days, something. If it's 24 hours, then you focus on that for 24 hours. But you you, you put your foot in this meal in a different way than you ever have before. You attack it with so much tenacity and with so much um, uh, purpose and with so much intent that you're like, you, before you do it, you tell yourself, because I give myself the talks. And before I started doing this, I had a whole talk with my with my peoples, uh, my spirits. And that's when this started. But you declare and you say it out loud with your chest. I am going to focus on my podcast. I am going to focus on my art. I am going to focus on my business for two days only. And like you declare it and you say, I am ready. You like really put it in your mouth, put it in your back, put it in your arms, put it in the way that you move, the way that you speak, the way that you think, the way that you feel, who you talk to. If there are certain friends that you have who might not be there, if there's certain family who needs to be around, if there are certain friends who need to be around, you go and you get the, you gather the tools that you need to build the house that you were trying to live in. Do your business, but you attack it 
as if you really want it. Don't attack it with no apology as if you don't really deserve it. Because at that point, you're going to get what you feel like you deserve. And if you feel like you deserve scraps, you're going to get scraps. If you feel like you want crumbs, you're going to get crumbs. If you feel like you want just a side dish, then you're getting just a side dish. Ain't nobody giving you nothing that you feel like you really don't deserve because then you're not going to really do nothing when you're going to give it away. That's not why we're giving it to you. If that was the case, we would have gave it to them. And we're going to give them what they need. So what do you want? Tell us and say it with your chest. Because once you do that, then we can give it to you. But also... Be ready, because that also means that you're going to be given the lessons and the experience to be ready for that of which you ask for. So be ready, because saying that, hey, I want my I want to I want to focus on my business. OK. And then you're not working at your job no more. And then you're like, well, how am I going to get money? OK, well, first of all, girl, why are you stressing? Because aren't you supposed to have faith? And then second of all, like, why are you stressing? Because you can just manifest that. I thought you wanted to work on your business, girl. It's called hustling. And that's what we're talking about. But you can't be focusing on your business if your mind's not in a space where you could actually manifest things quicker for yourself. So then you're stressing less. So you weren't even ready. But you wanted this, right? So get ready then. Because we gave it to you. That's what you asked for. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was so good. That was so perfect. Well, getting claps from our producer over here. Um, <laughs> you are a, a you are an exceptional human being. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for creating. Thanks for putting yourself out there mm-hmm. constantly. Um, <laughs> if you want more from <clears throat> Bernard, authentic burns on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, there is a book. There is a book of poetry. We didn't even talk about it. I know it's okay if we have to go, but we made some my website or go to blurb.com and just look up Soaring Bird. Soaring Bird. Go look it up. All these poems will hit you in the chest. I promise. Um, And watch, watch for authentic burns on on TikTok because wow, it's a good place to hang out (laughs) for more of this inspiration and spiritual downloads uh, for all of you. So thank you so, so much. I adore you beyond reason. So welcome. Thank you for inviting me. My pleasure. Truly. Break up with your bullshit. Oh.